and welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode 377. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only Too Fresh Crash. Crash, how are you? I'm doing good. Yeah. No, uh, you're doing good, but are you? You're doing good. Yeah, a, a little sad. You know why I'm sad? Why? Why are you sad? That P's missing again. He just disappears, bro. Just he disappears. disappears. <laughs> He's like, Maybe do, Batman. do you know what's funny? Like, yeah. he told us he was going away. Yeah. And I forgot until I put in the, the, the uh, we got like our private mm. Discord. And I'm like, Matt, you didn't do this. And I didn't get a response. And I'm like, that's not like Matt. Matt doesn't not respond. Like, he'll, he'll, he'll usually figure it out. And I was like, oh, he's on holiday. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, forgot. you messaged man on holiday. I forgot. I forgot this guy. I mean, he just—he's living life. I respect it. I respect it. But Crash, what's new? Anything? Nothing new? Anything going on? What's the life? How's life? Xbox games? Like you know, life's good. Xbox is good. Games is good. Everything's good. I respect it. I respect it. If you didn't know, this is my Xbox and me, our weekly Xbox podcast, right here on YouTube.com/slash my Xbox and me. Please, I beg you, go and subscribe. We'll talk about that in a second. And of course, all podcast services. Uh, if you want the show early, you're over to Patreon.com/slash MC Fixer, and you can support the show financially. A couple of bucks here and there. We're going to be rechanging all of that. <clears throat> at the end of the year uh, make it very it's going to be simplified that's i'm not going to say too much it's going to be very simple um to be able to get all sorts of different bits of content and to be able to support us financially so keep an eye on that we do appreciate you speaking of patreon supporters big shout out to our patreon producers Evan god and the one and only fnh paul thank you boys for keeping the lights on each and every week on the my xbox and me podcast we do appreciate you Crash, mini topic of the show before our actual topic of the show. I was on IGN Unlocked again. Yeah, congrats. I saw that. Yeah, I was I was back on IGN Unlocked. It was uh it was interesting. It's funny because I was with Sam before the show. Uh thank you to everyone that's come over. Hello, Mike's uh IGN Unlocked listeners. If you've come over and listened to an episode, last week's episode was probably the worst episode for you to listen to in terms of our professionalism. I think from a show perspective, you pretty much got what my Xbox and me was. Three chumps sitting down, talking Xbox very passionately in ways only us three knuckleheads can do. But from a professionalism uh, point of view, yeah, last week was not the greatest. So we do apologize apologize for that. (laughs) The problem was I didn't know I was going to be on Unlocked until after we'd already recorded our episode. And... Hey, you got what you got. I mean, to be honest with you, some people would say it was a bad thing that they got that, but some people would say it was a really good thing because they got what my Xbox and me was. Yeah. If you're good with that, you're good with everything. If you're good with that, you're going to enjoy this show for the rest of your life. But if you're not good with that, I understand. I get it. I totally get it. Uh, thank you again, IGN, for having me. Shout out to Ryan McCaffrey. Love going on the show. Love being on there. We spoke about a bunch of Witcher stuff. And uh, yeah, it was, it was a good talk. Very, very good talk. But topic of the show this week, Crash. Um, Phil Spencer's at it again, baby. He's at it again. Yeah. Xbox device spotted on Phil Spencer's shelf. Uh, Spurs speculation that Xbox uh, says it's an old prototype. So for those who don't know, Phil Spencer forever now. I, I don't know why. He's been doing it for a really long time. Now, keeps teasing things in the background of his shelves right like we've, yeah. we've known about this for a while the f- it started with the series s yes 
and then yeah, yeah. I think it was the Series S. I, I, it started with the Series S, and then we've had uh, Death Stranding was put in the background to sort of hint that Xbox were working with Kojima. Um, yeah. The, some people say the Switch was put in the background to uh, talk about the Banjo-Kazooie being added to Smash Bros, if I'm not mistaken. There's been little hints. Phil's at it again with a photo. Uh, it was celebrating uh, Fallout, uh, Fallout's anniversary, but keen xbox viewers and fans saw a little device on the top top shelf and we're all assuming that it is the xbox own streaming stick thing box at least that's what i'm speculating chris is making faces talk to me chris what you don't think so no i think xbox is being completely upfront with it where they say it's a prototype I don't think that that's what it's going to be. But, okay, okay, okay. I, I hear you. I get what you're saying. Like, like that is a, let's say, okay. Yeah. Hypothetically speaking, whatever, Xbox is telling the truth, that is a prototype, yeah? Yeah. But that does also then confirm that something is in the works as a streaming device only, right? They've already confirmed that. That's not news. They haven't really confirmed it though, have they? Like they, they, yeah, they, they came out and said that they're in the reworking process for it, didn't they? I don't remember that. I might be wrong though. I could be. I could be 100 wrong, and I could be going nah, off from rumors nah. for that. You're, you're probably right. You're probably right. It's just um. So the, the statement that got put out was this device on Phil's uh, shelf was an old prototype of Keystone. Earlier this year, we announced that we made the decision to pivot away from the current UR, right? Current uh, iteration of Keystone and uh, are taking our learnings uh, to reinforce our efforts on a new approach that will allow us to deliver Xbox gaming, uh, cloud gaming to more players around the world in the future. We have nothing more to share today. So yeah, you are correct. I feel like Phil's the type of guy who likes to collect memorabilia. If you like, if you look at that whole shelf, it looks like there's a bit of memorabilia there, right? Yeah. So I think that is the case of like, this is something I spent a good amount of time on. Uh, I got the prototype. I'm just going to put it up because this prototype isn't really worth anything yeah, anymore. Right. At least that's how he sees it. But yeah, we don't got- see it that way because we see it on there. And we're like, that means something. And I know that's something. I mean, ultimately... It's got to know that we're going to go into a frenzy about this, you know? We're going to, we want, we want, especially this podcast, I, we need news, man. We need news. We'll take yeah, anything at this now, point. Absolutely. news <laughs> <laughs> wise. Um, but yeah, I mean, with everything going on with the Activision acquisition, I feel like having some Xbox news that isn't related to that is a good thing. And I think this, whether planned or it just happened to happen this way, is good for Xbox in the long run. How long do you think? It is until we see what Keystone finally is in terms of just a streaming device. A while, because of Stadia. Oh, interesting. I think Stadia dying will delay it a little bit, because I think even if they had something ready right now, now would not be the time to show it, because Stadia just went and disappeared, because people would look at that and like, why do I invest in this platform when Google just dipped out of this race anybody who knows google knows google was getting out of this race anyway like we know we know you can't compare microsoft and google for running away from things from a casual absolutely you can no i agree with you from a casual point of view though yes 100 percent. a casual point of view they're gonna go this didn't work with them why would it work with this yeah the hardcore audience already knows because like the uh the keystone would just be an extension of xcloud we already know how that works 
So for the hardcore person, like already invested, if that comes out, they're either invested in it or they're not for the casual audience that I think you would need to at least get on board with it, not necessarily to like adopt it and get it right away, but on board with the idea of it. I think for them with the stadium news, especially because you had some people who were actually invested in stadia, um, weirdly enough, uh, they'd sort of be hesitant to adopt something like this, even though like Keystone realistically is just an avenue to access something that's already available for Microsoft. Yeah, I think it's people like hardware, right? So people like yeah, they like to have even even myself like with Stadia, like they could have done Stadia without without a controller, right? But again, adding the controller and being like, oh, just use any controller. But adding the controller really did for me at least. And that's when I was interested. I was like, oh, it comes with a controller, a new another yeah. new piece of kit. And same thing for this, where I'm like. I could do this just off my console, but another new device in my house that goes into my living room instead of my bedroom or whatever. Oh, yeah, I'll get that. Um, especially if we don't get the uh, software on put on all TVs that we're hoping for, because obviously they've got to deal with Samsung currently. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting one. It's an interesting one. Shout out to Phil Spencer, stirring the pot, giving us some news like we need each and every goddamn week. So thank you very much. Um... Let's get into uh, let's get into what's been in our box, brother. We've been playing this week. Uh, I've been playing Overwatch two. Oh uh, a yes. decent amount. Oh, Finally yeah. came out. Uh, I've been enjoying it. I kind of forgot how much I enjoyed Overwatch, and I think I said this last time I played after I played the beta as well. Um, but I played a lot of Overwatch, and so sort of being in that realm of playing Overwatch has been very very fun. Uh, I enjoy a lot of the changes. Um, it, I will say it was a messy, messy, messy launch. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, it super buggy. Uh, well, it got it got uh, DDoS attacked as well, right? Like the service. Yeah, that's what they said. Um, yeah. Which I I have no reason not to believe that, right? Um, you, so it wasn't it was... just they messed up and they just went to cover their back. No, I don't think. I I I agree with you. I don't think that someone comes out and says something it's... that serious just to cover their own back. To cover their own back, all they have to say is like, oh yeah, we had more users than we expected and we couldn't handle it. True. That's like the general thing that most people say as as far as it comes to servers. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I get. I get. Yeah, so, all right, well, talk to me because I'm hearing, again, I've not played it, but just from the yeah. chatter on the internet, Overwatch 1.5, Overwatch DLC, Overwatch, I mean, Overwatch 2 doesn't exist. Like, what? what, how are you feeling about it? We've talked about this and the naming of Overwatch 2 was the dumbest thing they could have done. And I still hold onto the idea that that is a dumb thing. Yeah. Um, but I think Overwatch 2, as it was sold, was the single player content, the campaign content. Which isn't which there. Isn't yet, there. Right? Yeah. yeah. They released the multiplayer because they're like, oh, the single player content. We're waiting for that. And that's taking too long. We might as, pull up, we might as well put out the multiplayer content, which is ready to go. Yeah. Um, so it's I, I understand what people are saying and I understand and like this is 100% on Blizzard for naming it the way they did, which was a stupid way to do it. Yeah, um, they should have just called it Overwatch and said it's a major new patch, a major new update or whatever. Um, but, but yeah, I, would it have had ahead. the same? Would it have had the same? Effect. No. I'm seeing everyone's playing it. I see yeah, no, amazing no, no, no. numbers it's... on Twitch. Content creators are back in. We know why they called it this. Yeah, it was. 
it was the smart move. It was the it was definitely the better move of the two. Mm-hmm. I think it makes more sense to have called it just Overwatch, but for sure Overwatch Two, uh, the smart move as far as getting people back in, because people don't like going back for major updates necessarily. People like going in for the new thing and like, oh, this is a new game. But like they updated the original version of Overwatch. Well, so overwatch one done now like it's you can't, yeah you can't yeah it's overwatch 2 like literally the, the the game updated from overwatch 1 to overwatch 2 okay. the wildest release in history um so yeah i uh, i get people's gripes with it but i do think it is different enough and it shakes up a lot of what overwatch was um ultimately are you having fun yeah then who cares? That's all that matters. <laughs> then yeah. who cares? As long as you're having fun and you're enjoying it, and and it's it's got a player base that again that that's having fun with it, and who cares? Who cares about the rest of it? You know, games are made to be fun, and you're having fun with it, and ultimately that's that's the main thing. <laughs> that's the main thing that you need, right? Oh, absolutely. So, uh, anything else you been playing other than Overwatch? Uh, not that I can think of. No. Fair enough fair enough yeah i haven't played this week i've been away uh can't talk about where but you'll find out real real soon um so i haven't technically played anything new um super excited for gotham knights though um obviously some news coming out about that i don't know if we're getting this week's dashboard actually uh so we're just talking about that there is a question about it oh okay then we'll do it then we'll do it then um (laughs) but yeah so i'm looking forward to gotham knights i played oh no i did play something I play Tiny Tina's Wonderworld. Uh, Wonderworld. Without you, yes, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I've got to be honest with you. I played it with Haley. So me and Haley sat down um, and played it. We played it for about three hours, um, making our characters and starting the whole process. I think you're wrong entirely, and I'm so happy that I gave this. Uh, this game a, a chance and I, there's a reason why i gave it a chance as well um i think it's in one of the questions there's a question about it so that it's someone's game of the year which we'll get to a little bit later on in the show and that i saw that and i went i'm starting this game because mm. i remember that i like i like borderlands yeah and it comes down to the fact of do you like borderlands and you ultimately borderlands not your favorite co-op looter shooter that's not your no. destiny. You would pick Destiny over the Borderlands every day of the week, where I would pick Borderlands. And I was like, I loved it. I, I really enjoy. It. I shouldn't say love, but I really enjoy D and D. And I'm like, let me check this out. From the minute it started, I was like, I'm in. This is exactly mm-hmm. what I wanted it to be. Um, and yeah, me and Haley plan it together and shine at each other and do it. It's very simplistic in what it is, and I do think they nerf Tiny Tina a lot. Like, it's like, it's her her name on the game, but it was very much like, okay, we're not going to have her be too over-imposing because we know there are people who dislike this character. It's what it feels like to me. Um, How yeah, I'm, deep I'm, into it are you? About three, three, four hours in. So I'm on chapter three. There's 11 chapters mm. um, of the main story, but then there's a bunch of side content that you can do and it's got like yeah, this yeah. overall hub world and it's really cute and artsy and I really like it. I think it's very funny. I think it's, I can see now why 2K are very much like we have a new franchise. Yes, I won't, I won't sleep on it again. The sequel, I 100% day one, 
streaming it, playing it, getting the group together. I think that's the only thing that would make this game a little bit more fun is if I was playing it with more people. Um, mm. But ultimately, I'm having a great time with it. Can't wait to be here before the end of the year. Uh, the game has a good amount of DLC. Do you see yourself picking up any of the DLC? Yeah, probably. No, 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 I made number one. The game was given to me by 2K. Thank you, 2K, for the codes. And I'll buy the DLC either way because it's a genre of game that I like. Um, I saw a few characters that are DLC um, that I was looking at. I was like, hmm, do I need these right away? It's like, no, just just chill. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Um, but yeah, I'll definitely check out any additional content that's there. I just I want to get through the main story so I can talk about it for Game of the Year, though. Um, and this 100% will be on my top 10 list. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. So I played that and I played a little bit more uh, a dustfall which again can't really talk about that without spoiling it so i don't want to i do think you should play chapter one if you haven't played it yet if you're into these um walking it's not even it's not even a walking sim if you're visual into these novels. visual novels choose your own adventure games type thing you should play chapter one you'll know pretty instantly um if you like the art style in the game pretty pretty sharp as you'll know so yeah give it a chance i think for the little bit i played that's like the hardest thing to swallow with that game and yeah. i think if you're fine with that you probably can get through that game because I, I do think it is a very off-putting thing um not necessarily in a negative way i'm sure that they got the reaction they wanted out of people with it because it is a very decisive thing to do the way they yeah. did it it's a, it's a beautiful art style but it's just oh, one that's very jarring for a yeah. video game if you're when you're not prepared for it so yeah ultimately it's worth checking out so definitely check it out and um, that's another game that definitely going to be in my top 10 list because i'm i am compelled to keep playing the game to find out where the story goes so yeah have you seen so you haven't played scorn yet so i've got scorn downloaded but i was away when it came out so i didn't have a okay. chance to play it i've seen i've seen a clip of a few puzzles though um and people are not happy <laughs> Yeah, apparently it, has, apparently it has too many puzzles for people yeah, for, for to a see puzzle that game. as well. For a puzzle game, it has too many puzzles. So, uh, Is it, Was it marketed as a puzzle game? Not really, but is Resident Evil... Uh, Resident yeah. Evil's not a, it's a, no, it's no, a, no, the I, problem is, is that it's an action-adventure puzzle game, right? And yeah. anybody who's not expecting puzzles in it go, wait a minute, what? And I knew, <laughs> when they started, uh, there was a few PR people that come out like, Anyone who likes Resident Evil, uh, you should get in contact. And I was like, oh, they're going to mess this up. Because the good thing about Resident Evil, though it, is, it does have puzzles, they are so simple that it has that great moment of when it clicks, it makes you feel like a genius. And yeah. a game like this, I don't know. I've not played it yet, Scorn. But um, if it doesn't have that and it just becomes frustrating, that's when people turn off. Yeah, in Resident Evil, you definitely get that. Uh, eureka moment very naturally yeah. where it's like oh i need a key or here's this puzzle and there's lions and all this stuff and then you mm -hmm. randomly like see it and you're like oh it makes sense i put it all together so i absolutely uh, agree with you on that front but i don't know um i don't have you tried it i, I haven't played it yet i haven't even downloaded it oh, i yeah. saw it and i saw the puzzle thing and i was like oh this seems like it's fixed this type of game yeah yeah i'm <laughs> this... i'm 100 gonna play it i just haven't had time yeah. to get around to it yet uh, so for next week's podcast, I should have at least started it to know if I'll be continuing yeah. or not. I don't think it's a very long game. I will say, no. uh, I well, think it's like ten or eleven hours or something like that. Dude, I saw I, that was the biggest uh, thumbs up moment for Tiny Tina as well. When I saw it was only mm. twelve hours long, I was like, 
okay, I'm in. I can. I know for a fact I can beat this game. Like, yes, okay. And then when we ended our four-hour session, we was on chapter three. I was like, let me just see how many chapters there are. 11? Yes, okay, let's keep going. No problem. <laughs> uh, I'm totally in. This works. This definitely, definitely works. So, yeah, uh, looking forward to carrying on with that. Uh, let's check podcast reviews, Crash, because we've got one. I've got one over here in the UK. Finally, we have a new one, Crash, and it says, titled... <clears throat> Grandma is hurting. <laughs> Gave my grandma a thoroughly good kick in on Fixer's recommendation, but grandma <laughs> But grandma beating aside, a fantastic podcast with engaging hosts and always a good chat. Cheers, lads. This was from the Doze. Uh, thank you very much, the Doze. So for anyone who's new to the podcast and doesn't know, please go and review the podcast on Apple and any podcast service. Uh we weren't getting a lot of reviews for the longest time. So I said, go and beat up your grandma, steal her iPhone, and uh, put, drop a review. So there you go. Make sure you drop yourself a review. It helps us out. Five stars only. Whether you think we're a four-star podcast, it doesn't matter. We need the five stars. Criticism, absolutely fine in text form. But still give us a five-star review, please. We do appreciate it. Any new ones for you, Crush? Nope. Aww. Still the last one we got Where over here. July 25th. Wow. It's been a minute. Wow. wow. How disappointing. How disappointing. Uh, this week's dashboard, let's jump in. We've got a little bit of news to cover. Uh, the new Need for Speed Unbound uh, has been revealed. Need for Speed has officially revealed a new trailer featuring ASAP Rocky that is in the game. Uh, it is the uh, telling of an underdog story uh, where you start as an unknown street racer. Excited, Crush? Yeah, I actually think narratively, I think they're setting up. Uh, I was about to say Street Fighter Need for Speed <laughs> in a very good way, but it kind of reminds me of what they're doing with Street Fighter, where they're going back to this very grounded level for these games. Um, and I do like that. Will it work for Need for Speed? Who knows? Um, I hope it works because I still remember playing Need for Speed back in the day. It's probably like. Um, nostalgia wise probably my favorite racing game yeah um so i would love for them to be on back on top again i think the biggest problem they have i love i love what they're going for i think it's going to be its art style that is going to become very problematic um in taking me either in it's going to either fit perfectly with the setting and i'm going to absolutely love it or instantaneously it's going to pull me out of what they're trying to do and I'm going to hate it. So it's going to be mm. one of those, I feel like it's going to be one of those Marmot games. Uh, watched the trailer and I was just like, huh, not sure about this art style. I like the concept of what we're going for here, yeah. but I just don't know. I watched the art style, like the first time, I watched the trailer twice, once when it first came out and the second time when I added it to show notes. And yeah. the first time I had the same reaction as you and the second time I was like, I actually like it, and I think I prefer them going, if they're going to have actual characters, I think I prefer them going this style, as opposed to like trying to be like, oh, we're going to add these models, and they're going to be very like graphically good, yeah. but like the lips aren't going to sync up well, or something is going to be off in the movement. I'd rather them go for this more artistic approach and nail that. Yeah, if Which hopefully like, they know we haven't seen it yet, so who no. knows. Having ASAP Rocky, though, and people like that, if you've got those type of uh personalities and, and characters in the game it is hard to to not see, when you see them in real life graphics you know um you're always looking at something right you're right it's the eyes or something it's just like oh he's dead beyond the eyes it doesn't work yeah. yeah with this art style it works perfectly um 
for something like this. So yeah, I uh, I do agree with you. I do I do agree with you. So uh, yeah, good luck, good luck to EA, good luck to this game. I'm I'm looking forward to checking it out. And yeah, I hope it I hope it's good. I hope it's good. Release? There's a release date, right? Did, did they say a release date? Uh, there should be a release date, I think. I forgot when they. Uh, I forgot the release date. Uh, well, we'll get that in a second. Uh, moving on, Microsoft have offered a glimpse at how much Xbox Game Pass actually makes. Uh, this was taken from Windows Central, according to a Brazilian's uh, regulated body, CADE. Xbox Game Pass revenue from subscriptions stands at two point nine billion that's b billion in the physical period ending in january 2021 uh, tweaktown noted that it uh, it accounts for 18 percent of microsoft's revenue from gaming for that physical year which would have put game pass subscribers at around 18 to 19 million mark the last official figure we got for Game Pass subscribers came last January, where Redmond revealed it had 25 million users. So, there you have it, Crash. 2.9 billion uh, in the financial year ending January 2021, and we're looking at around 18 to 19 million mark of uh, continued users. It's a lot. That's only on Xbox Game Pass as well. Yes. Not including PC or Unlimited or exactly. Ultimate. Exactly. That is just which on is huge. It just um, proves what that dollar market was. Uh, that dollar that dollar deal was doing back in the day. And there's still people. Yeah. There are still people living off of that. Uh, oh, absolutely. Because so, you see, like, there, they, uh, they reveal 25 million, but the estimated would be 18 to 19 million. I'd imagine that it is closer to 25 million. And that difference is off of people doing the dollar deal. Yeah. No, exactly. You've got people that are fluctuating in, fluctuating out. Um, it's just wild how Xbox just definitely got first mover's advantage on this, didn't they? Like, of like, we're going to yeah. do it first and we're going to do it better and boom, here we are. Which yeah, no, absolutely. Crazy, crazy. I mean, crazy. I, would, I would really love, and I don't think we will ever see it, the amount of profit that they make from game pass no. i don't know a reason for them to release it for us realistically but i would just love to see like um because we got a little bit of information that we'll cover later uh with the deal on how they get games for game pass and how much they pay um but i'd love to see that in a more detail just to sort of have a better understanding of game pass hmm. yeah it's a it's an interesting one it's like that's the number one question though, on people's minds right how profitable how much how pro it's all well and good telling us how much you made, but how much you paying out for games such as, you know, Ark, which we'll move <laughs> on to. Uh, Microsoft have revealed or it's it's come out uh, that Microsoft paid two point five million to keep Ark on game parts uh so this was from a uh, uh from Twitter uh from Ethan Gatch. Uh, and I believe tweeted, he's the writer for Kotaku. Oh, okay, perfect. Thank you. I didn't know the gentleman. Uh, who said this on Twitter, which was Sony paid $3.5 million to make Ark Survival Evolved a PlayStation Plus game in March. Microsoft paid $2.5 million to keep the game on Game Pass for the first half of this year and $2.3 million to bring Ark 2 to the service when it launched. So... Lots of money being thrown out there. No wonder why these uh these devs and publishers are enjoying Game Pass. There's a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I 
Absolutely, cool. especially because Ark's an old game at this point. Yeah. Um. So getting together, if you count like Xbox and Microsoft, um, Sony and Microsoft, they paid for this six million dollars, which is a good amount of money, I'd assume. Well, on top of you know the, the amount of sales the game did in preview when it was first first in preview, then when it first came out again, and obviously now it's it's out and. It isn't free, but hypothetically, you know, the way people look at uh, PlayStation Plus or Xbox, uh, people look at Game Pass yeah. like it as well, is they look at it as free. Um, yeah, it's a, it's very interesting. It's a lot of money, and it, it, it makes me wonder how much do a, certain other games get then? Because Ark, yeah, like you say, old game. Old game clearly still has a player base, and that's what Microsoft will definitely be seeing. I was- yeah, I was going to say that um, Ark is probably in certain degrees one of the better games that Microsoft could get for Game Pass because it's also a game with no ending. So like if you're playing Ark and you play it through Game Pass and your Game Pass subscription is about to end, you have one of two options. Either you buy Ark or you're like, I'm just going to re-up the Game Pass because there's other games that are coming to it or other games I want to play on it. Yeah. And I'm already playing Ark, so I already inherently have that value. So I do think there's a very smart move in getting arc for game pass and even going ahead early on with arc 2 to have that in the beginning when that launches for game pass yeah it's um those type of games are the games that live on really well in game pass right it's these type of ongoing games that you microsoft want the the you've cancelled your subscription they want that moment of you click the button to go play arc and you can't that's when they have you at their their beck and call of like oh I'll just do it again for another month and then you forget and it turns into two months and then you forget and it's three months and then yeah. oh oh now i've cancelled it again and then you've got something else that's come out that you're playing and it ends and you're like oh god like i i can you can definitely i can i can feel it on my chest right now just thinking about it um <laughs> of like that worry of like but my friends are playing and i want to play How, okay yeah i have the money it's fine it's fine just take it so uh, yeah, congrats! I mean, congratulations to Xbox. Congratulations to the developers getting paid this good, good amount of money. Cause it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Uh, next up is new Crash game tease for the Game Awards? Question mark. Uh, a new Crash Bandicoot game could be announced at the Game Awards if a recent promotional uh, teaser uh, turns out to be accurate. Uh, influencers have been receiving gifts promoting the upcoming Steam release of Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. This gift is what looks like a pizza box with labels highlighting Crash 4's October 18th PC release date. But... A small detail tucked away on the box seems to be teasing an additional announcement. Also on the box uh, is a little message teasing a new Wampa pizza available for $12.08. The price happens to be the same date as this year's Game Awards, which takes place on December 8th. This has led to speculation that a new Crash game will be announced. What do you reckon, Crash? New Crash? Uh... Yeah, it's a uh, it's a Switch game that's in the vein of Cooking Mama, where you just make pizzas the whole time. I, <laughs> I, know, I, hate, I, I hate you how that could actually be true. That's the, the thing that scares me the most. It makes sense, dude. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I, I do I do think we're getting a new Crash game. Well, it's, um, it, it's an interesting one, though, with uh, where Xbox are at right now with uh, the obviously buying of Activision and things like that. I'm like... Oh, I'm surprised I've not waited and pushed everything back, but until the deal has gone through. But I suppose can't really do that. 
No. I, I, I also don't think it makes sense because once you start doing that, uh, I'm sure shareholders start looking at that and like, what's going on? Why are you not yeah. announcing this new stuff? We could be getting uh, whatever, however they make money through this. We could be getting more eyes, whatever, on uh, on our games. So I don't think it would be a smart move. I also wonder if you delay it, how that goes with the proceedings for the investigation into the acquisition, if that affects it at all. Uh, not that I know of, because I don't really know the process for it. Um, but yeah, I, I, th- I think new act, uh, new crash game, which makes sense. The last crash game was super popular. I think it was well received. It was a great game. I played that. Never got. I didn't get to finish it, but I definitely enjoyed what I played of it. One hundred percent. Um, should we jump into fix the sack crash? Yeah. Let's jump in. Remember, you can email in myxboxandmepodcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up in our Discord uh, link in the description of the YouTube channel and of the podcast. Um, and, of course, you can hit us up on Twitter with the hashtag MXAM to answer all of your Xbox and just general questions. First question comes in uh, from a wild army who says, Thoughts on Overwatch 2 and how the achievement list was updated to the new game. I'd love to see this for yearly franchises like Madden, The Show, uh, FIFA, and more. It makes it a little easier for Xbox uh, achievements uh, hunters to have a backlog of incomplete games on their lists. Crash, I've not checked this out at all, so what's your army referencing? Do you know? Uh, absolutely not. I'm assuming that they just... Because it's, it's the same game, I'm assuming they just updated the achievement list. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, for yearly franchises, I don't think it works because because it's a new game. well, ultimately, Overwatch Two isn't a new game. Yeah, that's why they can do it. With FIFA, they add in new features and new like even if it's just a separate game mode, right? Like Volta or or something yeah. like that. That's why it has to have a whole new achievement list. It's also um, if for anybody who plays Genshin Impact, like whenever that game gets a new console update, they update the achievement list for that game as well and yeah. add new trophies. Um, so I assume that's how it works. I wonder if they did change the uh, the achievement list around at all in the game. I haven't looked at it and I probably should have. Um, but if they did, I'd assume because on Xbox, you do need to have every achievement obtainable. I do know that um, certain games, I think Destiny's had issues with like, either removing content or working certain stuff around uh the issue comes in that the achievements and trophies still have to be uh, achievable in some sort of way or just given just if you if i think at that point if you really have to remove something it should just be a case of the achievement just pops yeah do you know Uh, what i mean like you have to you have to patch it i don't disagree with you pops like i get it you didn't technically earn it and stuff but i remember gears back in the day i used to log on to that and i just used to get a bunch of achievements pop and i was like it was like magic. Like, oh my god, I'm so happy. It's like, but I didn't do anything for this. But I still don't care. I like it. All right. Feel good, man. I haven't thought about achievement hunting in years. I used to live on it every once in a while. You want to go back to it? No, I don't have the time for it anymore. Like the amount of games that just come out and like, especially with games like obviously role play for me and like I guess like a Genshin Impact for you or something. You just don't have the time to sit there and like tiny Tino. I didn't look at the achievement list. I used to that used to be the first thing I'd do. It's like look at the achievement list to see, okay, what should I knock out first while playing? Now I just enjoy yeah. the experience. I, so I will say at least for me, because I used to do the same thing of looking like at achievement lists and trophy lists. Um I just don't do that in general no. anymore. 
I think part of that is a like where do you find the time and the date to like go hunting for those things? But B also is like I don't necessarily care about them anymore unless I'm really invested into a game. Like if I really, really like a game, then it's like, okay, I'll start looking at it. What can I knock out? But it's not even necessarily that I'll get everything. I just want to get as much as I can in that case. It's no longer in your face like that, is it? Like, do you remember back in the 360 days, like I felt like it was it was there, like front and center of like Mm-hmm. Your gamer score and achievements and all of that. Nowadays, I don't even. You think gotta go through hoops. I don't. I don't even think about it. You know, like <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you have to go through hoops. It's only probably like one menu click. But I just don't think about it anymore. Like it. Like I care. Like I really care about it. I'm sure there are plenty of people out there that still do care. Achieve fans and GM games and and things of that nature. I always felt like Xbox should have. They should have adapted the the platform platinum trophy thing. Because I yeah. think that would have got me back in because it would have been something new and everyone would have been starting from a ground floor level. But I guess the adoption rate is probably just not big enough for them to really Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I, a lot of the games do give you achievements for completing it all, but it doesn't hit the same as a, no. a platinum trophy. I will say that. Yeah. Um, that could also be like people talk about UI changes and stuff like that. I could see a... Uh, achievement system rework somewhere down the line where they do where they're like we need to put something else out for the xbox ecosystem but like the ui is good and all this stuff's good just mess around with the achievements and make them more uh, approachable and worth doing in certain yeah. ways no i agree uh next question comes from original cookie man who says with the brazilian regulators approving the activision deal and stating quotes uh the decision was made for the brazilian consumers uh and not the defense of a particular company's interest, end quote, do you think the majority of regulators from other countries will follow suit? Well, I can only speak about my... I'll speak about my country, and my country have done the entire opposite, uh, as I'm sure most of you saw on the internet. Um, No, I I, I think everyone's treated it case by case. Um, It's it's an interesting one. Uh, Obviously... Obviously, I think I think it's all stupid. Like, Xbox should be allowed to buy this. Um, I think the companies and the, the people that are saying they shouldn't are they have hidden agendas. I think I, I th- just my opinion. Here's just my opinion. Here's what I will say. I think Xbox's approach to cloud gaming and Game Pass is fantastic, and I do think that that exact approach is also sort of biting them in the butt here. Because when you're looking at markets overall you technically could split up streaming markets into something else other than gaming markets. And when you look at that, Microsoft's already dominating on that front and Stadia just disappeared off the map. So it's like, we're going to let them who are already like powerhouses in the streaming market, we're going to give them this. And then you also look at subscription services. And that is another thing that you could view as, well, that is a different type of thing. And that is affected by Microsoft getting them as well. But that's because of their competition being so poor at it. PlayStation have doesn't PlayStation. That, no, no, and sure. I understand that it doesn't matter for the conversation that you just said. But to rebuttal it, it's a case of if it was vice versa, PlayStation have tried to get a market share in streaming. It didn't work. They bought Gaikai back in the day. Like that, yeah. they had this vision for it before Xbox did, but Xbox just implemented it better. Let's never forget that, like how you used to have to pay to stream PlayStation games and the costs of it, and things like that. PlayStation dropped the ball with it a long time ago. Xbox just didn't, and that's why they're in a a very healthy position when it comes to this. But the question is, do I think 
the majority of regulators from other countries will follow suit. I think ultimately exports will get what they want. Obviously, I saw the 2K interview that I put in the in the Discord the other day, yeah. and I think that was very uh, that was a big thing. I actually think that was very good for Xbox, obviously. But I think having a company like that come out and say what they said is huge. Um, also, funny that 2K would say they have the biggest franchises in the world. <laughs> Can I be honest? If any company ever comes out, like I could see EA coming out. Well, EA did make a statement, right, of Xbox possible of Call of Duty possibly going exclusive, and how it would benefit Battlefield way back when, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, I don't remember that. You could be correct. I, I could, I could, I, I feel like I've read that, and I'm like, of course they're gonna say that because if Xbox goes exclusive, like their game is gonna pop on PlayStation even more. Yeah. So it's them. Um, even Rockstar to a degree, although Rockstar games are Rockstar games. That's not going to change anything. Like GTA is going to sell because it's a Rockstar game at the yeah. end of the day. Well, I think 2K are in a very... I think 2K, the, 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 the conversation that was had in that interview was very interesting, which is at the end of the day, our games speak for themselves. And 2K yeah. can say that because they their games do speak for themselves. They have no yeah. competition when it comes to basketball. They have no competition when it comes to GTA. They have no competition when it comes to Red Dead in those same spaces. I, like, they just don't. I will say it's also really important to look at it. I think that could be a tinfoil hat's going on. Uh, 2K is looking to acquire another bigger studio. Yeah for sure and i think this is where like yeah that should happen absolutely microsoft should get activision it's not impeding any sort of competition and they're gonna go and buy like one that's cheaper than them and if they're if anybody's like i don't know if you guys can do that they're just gonna be like microsoft just bought activision what are you guys looking at us yeah. for i think the only people that i see complaining at this moment in time is sony and yeah it makes that, sense for them to complain sense. to be honest yeah absolutely absolutely but no, I don't. I don't. I don't know how it's going to play out. Original Cookie Man. Um, my gut says they get it, though. Oh, ultimately they. Get yeah, it. I'd be shocked if they don't end up getting it. Because like when you really start breaking it down, um, I don't think it makes a whole lot of sense to stop it unless you're strictly looking at the streaming and the um, uh, at the streaming and what was the cloud gaming aspects of it. A streaming and cloud gaming streaming and a subscription service aspect of it but both of those are in such an infancy that it's hard to say that i think you'd be getting a monopoly on it when those are still pretty young markets in general right now yeah no you're yeah you're not wrong you're not wrong um Yami, you're asking me a question about persona and i love persona but i'm, I'm gonna hold it for next week maybe matt p's got more let's go into this next one um top lift 91 says do you think Rocksteady deliberately held onto the fact that Gotham Knights would run at only 30 FPS on consoles to increase their pre-order sales? And are you disappointed by this? And do you think it will affect people's thoughts on the game? Crush? Uh, I do not think it'll affect people's thoughts on the game. Most people were already down on the game. Uh... Am I disappointed by this? I'm disappointed by it in the fact that it's 4K 30 frames per second. I've already talked about like how I think 4K is a little bit overrated and I'd rather have a higher frame rate. We've had these conversations before. I'd rather it be 1440p and 60 frames per second across the board. Um, 
do I think they did it to increase pre-order sales? Yes, everything a company ever does is to increase pre-order sales. They want to benefit as much money as they can get. If a company is being overly nice, it's because they think that they're going to get money out of it. I my my hot take on this is the fact that it's disgusting that this came out of a Discord, a message. On oh, Discord. absolutely. The fact that we didn't know about this beforehand is, yeah, it's not good. It's not a good look. It's not a good look at all. Um, I'm still excited about the game, but ultimately this has um, this has changed. So I will be playing the game on PC now because mm. again, I'm not a most people you know i'm not like a techie guy but i do know the difference between 30 and 60 and i love 4k and i've been a big fan of 4k i've got 4k monitor i've got 4k tv and i can i love it but in 2022 where we have some of the the best hardware possible some of the most powerful hardware i bought an xbox series x to play games at the best frame rate possible and that's why I've upgraded. And to get a game at 30 frames and the price of it still is 70, 60, 70 dollars is wild. You don't pay for a game for frame rate. I no, no I think no, that's no, an absurd no, statement. I don't no 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 no. Okay, let me correct him what I'm trying to say then. I don't play pay for a game for because of frame rate. You're right. But what I I did buy my Xbox Series X to play brand new experiences at the best graphical fidelity and at the best frame rate. That's why I bought a Series X over a Series S. So, ultimately, for me, I still want the best experiences. So I now have to go play the game on PC to get the best experience. Which is nuts, considering how powerful the Series X, S, and PS5 is. Yeah. Console players are once again getting shafted. I will say I do think people are undervaluing the fact of what they're doing with co-op. We will. I I will agree with you once I've played it and seen it myself. Okay. If it works, I, I don't disagree with that. That is a, if that if is fair. if it comes out and we spoke because we spoke about it on our uh, podcast the same week I spoke about on Unlocked and Destin Legary had a chance to play it and I asked him about it like oh how did you guys did you guys get to like be untethered like like they've been saying and he was like oh we didn't really try and I was like huh okay that worries me a little bit. Um... But once I've crashed, if you're telling me, if you're telling me, you could be over that side of the map, I can be over this side of the map, and we can live our lives separately and then come across each other in the world, blah, 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 blah. And that is the reason why it's only 30 FPS and not 60, but it's giving me a whole new experience in co-op. I'm fine with it. I love it. Thank God you made a decision. I'll back it all day long. But I need to be able to play it and see it myself before I can have that argument right now on the on the uh just seeing this news come out and again it's not even just seeing this news come out it's the way the news came out yeah it's horrible horrible way to do it in a discord post yeah um that should have been like a twitter that should have been a tweet that should have been an official statement of some it, have been it just looks dirty it's, it, yeah, looks, it's, it looks scummy it looks like it looks like they were trying to keep it under the radar as well we're gonna post this in our discord server we're gonna hope it doesn't get a whole lot of which probably honestly made the news cycle for it worse yes by a significant margin um 
but like i don't know for me if if it comes out like you are absolutely right we do have to play it to see how the co-op is right because right now it's all talk and we've seen developers countless times give us so much talk on why something has to be done this way and then you play the game and it's like it doesn't even work that way i'm hoping it is the case of like the way the co-op works is like we realistically can't do more than 30 frames per second at 4k yeah um i would hope like I think the big issue a lot of people had was that there was no performance mode, which I think is a completely, Huge. completely valid statement. This game should have a performance mode. Like if you are playing on a next gen console, you should be able to go down to 1440p or 1080p or whatever it is and 60 frames per second. The fact that, that isn't an option, I do think uh, is an issue. But again, I wonder if that has to do. I can't imagine how that would have to do with uh the tethering of people but like i don't i don't know i don't know how they're making the game we don't know so uh but yeah i it is disappointing news um i think a lot of people have been uh dogpiling on the game because of it i do think a good portion of them already did not like the game because this game's been getting dogpiled on for a minute since the previews come out a lot of people are very much as soon as people started saying oh yeah but it's not like arkham it's like well they've yeah they've they've said that number of times it's it's not like Arkham. Arkham, it's very separate it's like it's not i don't understand why all of a sudden now people are up in arms about it and it's like i do agree with you ultimately the people who wanted to be upset are more upset because of it the people who see the screenshots cats with my pre-order it's like you were just looking for an excuse at the end of the day like just go count if you don't want to buy the game you don't have to no one's forcing you to buy the game Um, yeah i'm still looking forward to the game um i'm just frustrated i can't play it on console to be honest with you yeah uh there was another piece of news that did come out for the game which is uh about a month into the game they are releasing a four-player co-op mode um it's not like the full open world it'll it'll be like they said it's 30 floors i don't know what that means but Uh, it is 30 levels or so where it's like you have objectives in the levels to do and complete and stuff like that okay um which makes sense with what they said they couldn't do four-player co-op because of the way the world worked and all that stuff uh, if you limit it, you can add more players. That makes sense. At least something is coming for there because I do know a lot of people wanted there to be four-player co-op to a capacity. I have seen people still complaining about this, uh, about the fact that it should be there day one and how uh, it is not the way people want it to be. And people complaining in general, some of them valid complaints, some of them just complaining for the sake of complaining. But Yeah. I mean, that'd be, that'd be fun as a piece of content when it comes out. I'm sure you'll play it for like one or two times and then that'll be it, right? <laughs> like I can see me, you and Matt playing it and then that'll be it once. <laughs> yeah. Unless the rewards are good. I guess if you get good rewards for it, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think it would be, have to be like, do you enjoy the experience or not? Um, I will say, I don't know if the game has crossplay. I don't know if they've came out and I said... Think, I don't think it does. Yeah, so I don't know if we'll be able to make that piece of content. <laughs> No, I'll get it on console as well if I have to. Okay. But, yeah, yeah, I'll get it on console if I have to, but, like, yeah. Oh, God. No crossplay as well? That could be hard. Yeah. I I don't know. I, there's, I'll hold off. Like, I do have some reservations about the game and certain stuff. Like, I think crossplay should be in any sort of co-op and multiplayer game at this point. Yep. Um, But the game isn't too far out. By next week, maybe when you get the next week podcast, because we're probably going to record late next week because Matt gets in late next week. Yeah. Uh, we'll maybe have some thoughts on this and we'll definitely have thoughts on Scorn as well by next week. Cool. So, Last question, Crash. 
Original Cookie Man says, I've been playing, I've really been enjoying Grounded for its survival horror. If you see a spider, do what the rest of us do and run. Every shrunk kid uh, that has ever faced a spider has been reduced to their backpack. Exploration and glor glorious, glorious base building. I have built a modest uh, clover and glass blades shack that gone grass thank oh what did i say grass glass. yeah grass grass oh i thought you said glass yeah no grass <laughs> okay, okay, shack okay. that feels like home if i never finish uh, the main story i'll always have home base what games have distracted you in the best ways oh that's a great question Elden ring Elden ring yeah it's like there's ways you're supposed to be going in Elden Ring because they oh, have okay. a sort of guide to Elden Ring, but like I see a little thing in the corner and I'm just distracted. And that's general for games like that. Um, Breath of the Wild, Genshin Impact, like you see something off in the distance and immediately I get distracted. I'm like a squirrel who saw it in, off in the distance. Like I'm going to go chase it. Yeah, I think I'm coming at it, the, the question differently. Not that you're wrong for the way you've come at it. I'm thinking like Fallout 4 base building. Uh, okay. You know what? I think you're more in line with what. Yeah. But I will but you're say, not wrong. I don't think you're wrong. Yeah, because I, I don't. Okay. Yeah. No. No. no I see what you're like, saying. Um. Like the rap battles in Valhalla, or yeah. Um. Oh, what was the card game in Witcher? Gwent. 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 Witcher. Oh, a lot of people got like distracted yeah. with Gwent. A lot of people like they they did nothing. They but made a whole game. game. They made a whole game because yeah. of it. Like, yeah. Um. I think the big one for me was Fallout. I remember when that first came out. Though I was never good at it because you'd like I say good at being base building. Just the fact that that was there, I always thought was really cool. So I was like customizing um my home base a lot and. There was so much cool stuff you could do with that game that I ended up not doing, but just the lighting system, electric, and all of that. I think Fallout 4 was probably one of the ones where, like, I was playing it and I was like, oops, I've not done anything remotely mm. uh, main story-wise for five hours. Um, I guess The Sims you could put up there, which... I guess the whole game is a distraction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of hard because even... Because even in Grounded, I would say like the base building isn't less any less integral to the experience than the main story. Yeah. So I, I think in that regard of like um, the best, the I, best games reward you for being distracted. That's yes. the one thing I will say. Like for, so, Fallout obviously had um, had some achievements connected to it, and uh, obviously had the reputation system in that game as well. Which um, your what did they call them in that game? Um, and touched that game in so long. Yeah, like the people remember. that were on your home base, they would be happier or sadder about like the stuff, food and water and all that stuff. Um, so the best games reward you for being distracted. Like I, the ones I dislike is when I've done something for six hours and then it was only for my benefit and doesn't actually build upon the world um, in which I've done it in. So grounded, I think, is a great, a great example of terms of like. You need that home base because sometimes you might be getting chased by something and you can run back to there. Or, you know, you build a couple of different home bases around that garden. Um, so you remember where you've where you've built, where you can get food, where you can store your resources. Yeah, the best games reward you for that sort of thing. Um, yeah. Crush. That's it, brother. Let's plug, plug, plug and get yeah. ourselves out of here. What you got to plug this week? Um, I need all my Americans listening to this podcast right now to leave a review 
Um, we haven't had a review in July, and now we're being shown up across the season. This is horrible. I hate it. I hate it. Leave some reviews. Uh, my plug this week is shout out to Team UK. Uh, we need more reviews than uh, the Americans. Uh, please keep reviewing. I don't care if you have to punch your grandma in the throat uh, and steal her iPhone. Remember, iPhones, iPads, your kid's iPad. I don't care who it is. Kick them, punch them, bite them, slap them, grab that iPad, leave us a review. Five stars only. I'd appreciate it. Uh, if you are new around here, please, 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 please hit the subscribe button uh, on YouTube. We are pushing on, uh, especially for next year with new YouTube content if you want to see us do more preview content i can reach out to more pr companies do previews uh more review content whatever it is you want to see on the my xbox and my youtube channel let us know so we know what to start producing um crash until next time brother it's been a pleasure love you Bye. leave you see you later bye, -bye.